0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Motivational Monday on the memoirs through a blind woman's eyes. This is Riley here and in today's episode, we're going to talk about giving people with developmental disabilities a fighting chance. Now this is actually take two of this. I recorded this earlier and I got a little bit carried away (laughs) because this is a thing that really gets to me sometimes. So I saved the original recording. If this doesn't turn out the way I wanted it, I could use it. But anyway, what I want to talk to you about is giving people with disabilities the fighting chance to be who they want to be, all that they can be. If they have a skill that they're good at, boost them in it. And I'm talking be a friend to them. Help them through it, whether you're disabled too, or whether you're non-disabled and you're working with them as an assistant, SSA, whatever. My SSA is one awesome chick. Let me tell you, <laughs> I'm saying it. I know she'll hear it, and I'm glad she will. My SSA is gonna hear this, in the name of the of what she does personally. That is an acronym. SSA stands for Service and Support Administrator, and Kate fits it. Even her supervisor, her supervisor said, I hope she'll be a good SSA for you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was the understatement, man. She's awesome. She's a great SSA. She is honestly the best SSA I've had, and that's a fact. Because... I told her before, and I made a comment to my SSA Kate. I said, look, I said, here's the thing. I was in this situation before. I I had, you know, an organization helping me before. But I said, they didn't give me the support you guys do. And she goes, that's awful. That was her exact words. That's awful. That's sad. Why? I'm like, I honestly don't know they did not give me the the confidence I needed. They didn't, they boosted me downward and shoved me into the ground basically, not literally, but figuratively pushed me down. They didn't boost me up. Like earlier, I made a comment to her that I wasn't good at naming things. And she says, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit, you're good at naming things because I'm trying to think still of a name for a series. Now, by the time this is pre this is a pre-recorded show because I'm doing that I'm pre-recording all my motivational Mondays for this season because it'll be in the summertime and I'll probably gone a lot of the time. But she says, "I don't think you give yourself enough credit." You know, you're good at naming things. Because at the time, by the time this comes out, I'll have a name for the series and it'll be uploaded. But as I'm recording this, I'm recording this on June 3rd. I'm pre-recording it on June 3rd. And I still don't have a name for my birthday series that I'm doing. For the influential artists that have impacted me. And here's the thing. She told me, I don't think you have enough confidence, you know, in yourself. You're not giving yourself the credit you deserve. You know, trying to boost me up instead of what they used to do and tear me down. The other place I lived, they would the, the people there would just drag me down. And that's not what you do in that position. She follows my YouTube channel. She follows two of my shows. Because she's getting to know her people. That's the thing. That is what you do in that position. And she would be the first to back me up on this. That is what you do in that position. You get to know the people you work with. Because how are you going to help them if you don't? You know, and you give them the fighting chance. Let them be themselves. Let them learn things. Teach them that they, you know, can do things. Now, of course, a parent, on the other hand, teach your children... You know that they can do things being disabled, but at the same thing, don't don't go 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 overboard with it. And what I mean by that is, don't tell them that they're basically like Superman or Superwoman, and that they're not vulnerable and they're not. Don't pro- overprotect them in the sense of saying that they they can, you know, be Superman or Superwoman, and that they're not going to be, you know emotionally hurt because of some people's things that they say don't lie to them and sugarcoat it make it look like nothing is wrong because stuff is because people with disabilities get judged all the time don't tell them that it won't happen and don't tell them that people won't look at them differently or whatever because that's a lie you know it is and don't but don't sit there also and, sh- and shelter them to the point where you oh I've got to clean for you I've got to cook for you I got to do this I got to do that I got to put the groceries away I got to do this I got to do that no 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 uh uh-uh, uh no 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 for example I'll give you an example my mom she had a dishwasher they had a really nice dishwasher right. I'm the only one of my brothers and sisters, well, my brothers, because I have only brothers. My sister sadly isn't with us anymore. But out of my siblings, I was the only one allowed to touch the dishwasher. Why? Because I knew how to run it, and I'm blind. She would not let the boys use the dishwasher because they wouldn't put the dishes in it right and they wouldn't do it right. That was my chore. That was mine. When I was younger, I could vacuum without a hitch, without a problem. That was one of my favorite chores to do. I'm so mad that I'm allergic to dust now because I can't do that without having an allergy flare-up. It so makes me mad that now, I'm, now I can't vacuum without crying. I seriously can't do it without crying because I have a flare-up. My eyes just start watering. So I'm literally sitting there sob, almost sobbing because my eyes are burning and, oh, it's bad. But... So I can't do it anymore unless I have a full-blown face mask on. That's the only positive about COVID. <laughs> I turned around and I can't, I can't vacuum without a face mask over my nose or taking, you know, allergy meds. I have to take Claritin or Allegra or something like that over-the-counter allergy med or I'm in trouble. Benadryl. I have to take a non-prescription allergy pill just so I don't have a flare-up. Otherwise, I can't vacuum by myself. I have to go out of the apartment completely and let the dust settle down. So when, when Steve comes over, he vacuums for me. Until, you know, I got an assistant. When I get my assistant, then they can, but they have to get me. They have to basically kick me out of my place. They have to get me out. It's almost like the fire drill when I was a teenager. When I was in high sc- uh, elementary school, they had to take me out of the building before the fire alarm went off because it blasted my ears and gave me a headache for hours you know, they had to make adjustments for me. Because even the principal, after I told him, I was like, yeah, we had a fire drill and I, got my, I had a migraine the other day. And she goes, they don't get you out? Nope. They wouldn't do adjustments. When, when the principal and the school switched, nope, I was not taken out of the school in advance. So I dealt with a headache for an hour when I was a kid because the, bu- the, the loud beeping, oh, I mean, and I, and you got to understand, when, when people are blind, their other senses do, as much as some people want to disagree with me on this, this is a controversial thing I'm about to say, things do change, you know, our senses are stronger, trust me, I can hear stuff, and my ex, if he was on this show right now, would tell you, I could hear zombies before he could, on certain things, you know, and... Other things, I could smell stuff before Steve does. Steve would tell you that. He would tell you, girl, what are you smelling? I don't even see it. Oh, I see it now. It's down below. You know, we'll be in the mall and I'll go, I smell pretzels. Where the hell do you smell pretzels, Riley? I don't see them. And then he looks down. Oh, never mind. I see where you're smelling it from. You know, Steve would tell you. And I might even do an episode with him because, and show you different things that impresses him about, you know, me as a blind person. I'm going to ask him about it as I'm recording this. I will ask him about it this weekend because I'm going to be with him and I will set it up so that it's on after this particular motivational Monday and let you guys hear that. Because, you know, here's the thing. You can't do every single thing for a blind person or they're going to lose all their skills that they're taught. You can't do everything for them. You've got to let them learn it. Teach them. If you're an assistant or as as some people like to call them, provider. I don't use that word. I use assistant. But even though they're providing a service, I use the word assistant. I like that better personally. (laughs) And I told my SSA that. She thought that was cool. But You know, anyway, mine would teach me, I would do something and she goes, can I show you another way? I mean, if that's one thing, hey, bring it on. I don't mind that. But for somebody to sit there and go, you can't do it this way. This is the wrong way to do it. No, there's no wrong way to do it. If it gets done, it gets done. As long as it's getting done, you know, and it is decent, then do that. And one of the things I cannot stand is when somebody sits there and says, hey, uh, can I put this away for you? No. Why? Because I want to put it away myself so I know where it goes, where it's located. Because I have certain areas where I want things in my apartment. I had a, my um, assistant's other half came over with her one time because he would come over and help her when I would do big meals. He came over and he walks in and goes, looks at her, and he goes, this woman's blind? Really? Because he had not met me yet, right? And he goes, this place is so freaking immaculate when it comes to where things are. It's not cluttered, it's not nothing. Oh my God. And then he freaked, because he, he walked in the kitchen is what it was, and he goes, are you sure this woman can't see? I mean, he seriously thought I was, like, legally blind, I think. He's like, there are so many appliances in here. It's unbelievable. And then I come walking out, and he goes, oh, my. You know, because he realized that I honestly couldn't see. And, you know, I did not take that offensive because he'd never met me, so he he thought I was legally blind. I get that a lot. People think, oh, she's legally blind. Nope. I'm light perception blind. And I try and people try to correct me on that. But that is a legit term that means all you see is light and dark. I can tell you right now that it's light out. I do not have non-24 because I know when it's light and dark out. That is the only thing that's keeping me from having that is I know light and dark people that are totally blind suffer from non-24 a lot of them because they don't know the difference there are some people that you know not all of them but some people that are totally blind they don't know the difference and they stay awake really out you know late hours of the morning and stuff like that real early in the morning real late at night they're up because they don't know the difference because they can't see it and everybody wants to say well you're totally blind no no I don't know how many times I've corrected Steve on that. No, Steve, <laughs> no. I'm not totally blind. If I was, I would have the biggest problem because I wouldn't know what in the hell was going on when it came to sleep. I have a little bit of sight, even though it's not sight, it's still some sight. It's, it's light perception, I see light. Even though I can't see the color of it, I see it. I'm not totally, I'm close to totally, but not totally. You got to get your info right. I don't know how many times I've corrected him. And I probably still have to keep correcting him. Because when he hears us, you're totally, he'll be a smart ass. Because that's Steve. That's the way he is. He's a smart ass. But, and that is one thing I will tell you about Steve. He gets so aggravated. Because at himself. He gets mad at his own self. Because, and I know he'll, and I'll, I'll bring this up on there. He gets aggravated because he's like, oh, shit. Because he gets pissed off because he does an antic and I'm not laughing. And then he's like, oh, damn it. Okay. So then he has to go back and describe what he did because it was visual. Most of his antics that he does are visual. And I'm like, what did you just do? Everybody's losing it. What did you do now? And then he's like, oh, shit. And then he has to go back and describe what he did because he's like, oh, oops. Damn it. One thinking again, you know. And another thing that he does, and it's funny, but he'll go back and he'll sometimes he'll walk away and he's like, Oh, oops. I'm like, dude, you're not the first and you won't be the last. You know, and, and that's the thing. Make light of things sometimes. When it's not something intentional. Like he don't intentionally leave me out of a joke. It just he's so used to doing visual, he's like oops or you know he's not intentionally trying to walk away he just doesn't always think and he's like oh shit whoops you know he's not always thinking and he's like oh crap ah you know he doesn't always always think about that and some people don't and that hey it happens trust me it totally happens and here's the thing too like i said boost somebody up. Have some fun. If they've got a great sense of humor, point that out. Anything to give a person with a disability the confidence to be themselves. Help them to be themselves. Don't th- don't treat them differently just because they have a disability. Include them in the fun. Include them in the fun. Like I've got friends with disabilities who mind you they're not into reborns but they freaking join in and role play just to be you know just so that i don't have to feel different and that's what i'm saying even people with disabilities join in and have fun with it like my two some of my newest friends one day i did the voice i was talking to my one friend and her boyfriend right and we're sitting there and i'm talking to him right and she goes when he comes back in get him get him do, do your voice, do your voice, right? Because he hadn't heard it yet, right? It's like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Mind you, he was having lunch, right? He comes back in and I go, hi, how are you today? What the hell? <laughs> what in the devil is that? And we just lost it. Me and her are just losing it. And he goes, oh my gosh, She goes, that was the best voice ever. I mean, he just, he loved it. They just love it. And she's like, man, that is the best little kid voice I've ever heard. And I have, I did not do any, anything with my voice, nothing. And people boost me up. My friends with disabilities boost me up. Oh my gosh, you got to keep working on that voice. And even my SSA, her brother heard Rose Garden and goes, that is talent right there. When she can sit there and transition from her voice into this voice and then back to this voice that fast. You know, that takes skill. It takes a lot of practice. Just like any talent that you have, I'm hoping to get another child doll down the road and bring them into Rose Garden. Now, of course, if I try to get a little boy voice, that's going to be a little more complicated because my voice ain't low enough. I would probably have to drink some chocolate milk or something and get my voice deeper or something that'll, like, sting my throat a little bit to get me down lower. But... You know, it's it's not going to be an easy thing. Now, I do want a little boy, a child doll that's a boy, but he's nonverbal autistic. Because I had a best friend who was nonverbal autistic. And then his twin sister is the one that's going to be doing the talking. And I'm going to have to do another female voice. And I think I can pull it off. I really think I can pull off a voice. Now, of course, I don't know what it's going to sound like because I don't know what you know, is gonna happen, but I really believe I could do it. I have the confidence because I did it with Christy. I mean hers at first was was just a high-pitched voice, but then all of a sudden it just I don't know where that other voice came from. And and here's the thing it's fun. I love doing it. I love entertaining people. I love having fun. And like I said, I've gone out to concerts and I've done that voice and people just dig it. They don't see The person with a disability, they see the blind entertainer, you know, that having fun, and they don't see the blindness, right? They know I'm blind, but they they see the entertainer side. You know, I'm not just a person with a disability. I'm, you know, a person who entertains, and they love that. They absolutely love it. I doggone go to places, and it's like, It's going to be to the point where I go without one of the dolls and they're going to go, where's the, where's the superstar? That's the thing. It's to the point where they know Christy now. So I do the shows. That's why Christy comes on the concert shows now because, you know, people love her. So she comes on the concert footage ones because she's there. She'll be there at every one of them. And I'll be bringing her on special little days where, like, the holidays and stuff, Christy will be on memoirs because it's a family thing. Not all the shows are going to be with Christy, but special occasions like that she will be on because she's requesting. You know, she's going to be on the last Motivational Monday as well, and there's a reason that Christy's coming on next week. Because we're going to be talking again about people with disabilities and how you treat them as equals to your other children. And we're going to be doing that together. Me and Christy are going to be doing that particular episode together because it's appropriate to do it with Christy. Because Christy is not a disabled doll, but I have some dolls that are disabled. There actually are disabled reborn dolls. No joke, they are made with disabilities there's a down syndrome one and more and we will explain more details next week but give people with disabilities the chance to be the entertaining people that they are the good people that they are yeah there are bad ones out there too but again it's all in how they're raised and how they're taught teach them well that's the problem if they're raised bad they're gonna be bad Because the parents were bad. But here's the thing. Anybody can be bad. Anybody can be good. It doesn't matter disabled or not. But give people... If you're non-disabled, give people with disabilities... A skill boost. If you saw somebody with a disability and they're good at cutting grass, boost them up on it. Hey, good job on that. Or, you know... Like with Christy, they give me compliments. Oh my gosh, I love that voice. I love how you do that voice. That is so cool. That is the way to, you know, have, leave a, a positive mark on somebody's life. That's what I'm saying. Be an influence. Be a positive influence. Because the more positive influences these people can get, the better give people with disabilities a chance. Give them a fighting chance. Because if they don't have good people in their life, where are they gonna meet them if you're not gonna be the good person in their life? They could, have, they could be surrounded by bad people. Bring the good people into their life. Show them the support that they don't see. Give them the support that they need. That's what I'm saying. Surround them with, with good friends and people. Help them. And next week, we will be back for the final episode of Season 2 on Motivational Monday, and we will be discussing treating your disabled children the same as you treat your children without disabilities. Now, of course, there will be some differences because they have disabilities, but... You'll get the deeper meaning behind this next week on the final episode of season two of Motivational Monday.